Welcome to the Nat Theo Podcast, where we explore nature, the Bible, and what both of them show us about our Creator God, who made this wild and wonderful world. I'm your host, Erin Lynham. I'm a certified master naturalist, Bible teacher, and author, and I am so excited to explore God's Word and His created world with you. Have you ever wished that you could blend into your surroundings? Maybe you've been in an embarrassing situation and you wish you could just sort of become invisible for a little while. Or maybe you wish you could be the very best hide-and-seek player by becoming invisible in your hiding spot. Today, we are exploring creatures that can do exactly that. We are going to look at creature camouflage. We'll learn about two different creatures that disguise themselves in two different and creative ways. Here's our trail map for today. We are going to begin with the basics and learn what are cells in creatures' bodies. We are going to look at how does a chameleon change its color. We're going to look at how does a mimic octopus change its shape and behavior. And finally, we are going to learn why we don't need to blend in or change who we are. Be sure to download and print the free coloring sheet that goes along with today's episode. You can get that in the link in today's show notes or at erinlinum.com slash nattheo14. And if you want a full episode activity guide, you can get that as a Nat Theo Club member. And today's guide includes the coloring page along with mazes, discussion questions, more information on the creatures we're learning about, and a diagram picture to really help understand some of the new words that we are going to learn today. When you join the Nat Theo Club, you will also be supporting our show and helping us reach our goal of moving to weekly episodes in the future. You can learn more and join at the link in today's show notes. Before we begin, I have a trivia question for you. How long do you think a chameleon's tongue is? Say your answer or use your hands to show about how long you think it might be and we will find out at the end of today's episode. Have you ever seen a chameleon or a video of a chameleon changing colors? It's absolutely fascinating and beautiful. If you have never seen this, I put a link in the show notes. With your parent or caregiver, go watch that video of a chameleon changing its colors. What's amazing, besides the fact that chameleons can even do this, is how quickly they can change colors. It only takes a chameleon a few seconds to change from bright red to yellow to orange to purple or blue. As they fade from one color into the next, they are a beautiful example of God's creativity and just how much God loves color. But how do chameleons change colors? This is a mystery that has long puzzled scientists. 
And there have been a lot of different ideas and theories as to how a chameleon can change so quickly from one color to another. However, in recent years, in fact, really within the past 10 years, research has begun to shine a light on this mystery. You know what I love about science and nature? The more we learn and the more our technologies advance and develop, the more we can see God's designs in the world around us. What we're learning about today is a great example of this. Because of modern day technology, like the microscope, we are able to look into a world of living things so small that really up until the past few hundred years, humans were mostly unaware of. You see, God created humans with intelligence or to be smart and also to be curious. When we bring together our intelligence or smartness with our curiosity, we've been able to develop tools like the microscope and our eyes have been opened to see more of what God has made, including the incredible design that allows chameleons to change color. The information we're diving into today comes from a research project done on panther chameleons from Madagascar in the year 2015. And it seems to be our best current explanation and understanding for how chameleons perform their amazing color-changing tricks. First, we need to learn a new word. Maybe you've heard it before. It's the word cell, C-E-L-L. And this word is very important when we're learning about living things because cells are the tiny building blocks that all living things are made from. Your body has over 30 trillion cells in it. And every second, Around 1 million of your cells die and are replaced by new cells. Those are very big numbers, 30 trillion and 1 million, and they're hard to imagine. But the main point is this. God created our bodies not in a simple way, but very complex. His designs are incredible. We have over 30 trillion cells working together in our bodies, and he created us to be constantly growing, repairing, and healing with those cells. Recently, my kids and I looked through our microscope at my son's skin cell, and we were able to see different parts of that cell. You can only see these individual skin cells with a microscope because they are too tiny for our eyes to see on their own. With a parent or your caregiver, click on the link in today's show notes to watch our video showing the skin cells that we saw through the microscope. Have you ever built something out of Legos? You probably used all kinds of types and shapes and sizes of blocks. Similarly, there are different kinds of cells that make up humans and creatures as well. Some creatures have special cells called chromatophores. These chromatophores are cells that produce pigment or color. They are like little packages of color. 
chromatophores come in different varieties as well. Like I just mentioned, some simply have a pigment or a normal color. Others help an animal to reflect light differently, creating a special iridescent or shiny coloring. And some even allow an animal to change colors, like we'll see in the two creatures we're exploring today. Chameleons have a special type of chromatophore cell called iridophores. These iridophore cells have tiny crystals inside of them. They are called nanocrystals. I know this is a lot of new words. I'll put them and their meanings in today's show notes and the episode activity guide. But put simply, chameleons have special cells or building blocks inside their skin with tiny little crystal structures that allow them to change colors. Let's look closer at those nanocrystals in the chameleon's skin. Nanocrystals are, I'll admit, a bit difficult to understand. They're not exactly like the crystals you would see on a fancy chandelier light or on expensive jewelry. Instead, they are organic or natural material in a crystal-like structure. Basically, the nanocrystals in a chameleon's skin are tiny particles that are very reflective. Have you ever seen a crystal reflect light? It's beautiful. The different angles of crystals reflect light differently. It's similar with the nanocrystals in a chameleon's skin cells. They act kind of like tiny mirrors reflecting light and different colors. And get this, God made chameleons able to move those nanocrystals depending on which color they want to show off. The chameleon can flex its skin to condense and bring those special cells and crystals closer together, or it can expand its skin and push them further apart, causing them to reflect different colors of light. Here are some examples of the colors a chameleon might change itself into and why. If it is relaxed, those iridophore cells with the reflective nanocrystals are close together and they reflect short wavelengths like the color blue. If the chameleon becomes excited, such as seeing a potential mate, it can move those iridophore cells further apart reflecting longer wavelengths like yellow, orange, and red. If the chameleon wants to camouflage itself, it does a bit of color mixing. Have you ever done that on a plate or a palette when making art? The chameleon uses its reflective cells and natural color pigment to create colors to match their surroundings, allowing them to camouflage. Some scientists also believe that chameleons have a deeper layer of skin with the ability to reflect different infrared wavelengths to help it warm up or cool down. So it seems that God gave the chameleon a very unique ability in the animal world to change many different colors for many different reasons. The chameleon is a great example of how God is the very best designer. So we looked at an animal, the chameleon, that can change its color to camouflage. Now, 
let's look at a creature that can change its shape and behavior. Do you know what the word mimic means? Mimic means to imitate or pretend to be someone or something else. We are going to learn about a master mimic or a master impersonator that was discovered in the year 1998 when I was just eight years old. That's only 25 years ago. This master mimic lives in the Indo-Pacific Ocean region around the countries of the Philippines, Thailand, Indonesia, Malaysia, and even down to the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. This master mimic tends to live in shallow water at the mouths or the openings of rivers. Because of this, they can be seen by a lot of predators or other creatures that might want to eat them for lunch. How they keep themselves safe is quite amazing. This creature is called the mimic octopus. And it's estimated that they can change their shape to mimic or pretend to be about 15 different other creatures. It's kind of like they have a big costume box and they can pull out different costumes depending on the situation they find themselves in. Only they are not putting on silly hats with feathers or princess dresses. Instead, they actually change the shape of their bodies and color and behavior to look like other animals or blend into the environment around them. The mimic octopus can change its color, shape, and behavior to look like creatures such as poisonous lionfish, venomous sea snakes, flat flounderfish, and jellyfish. It will choose which creature to mimic depending on the situation. If there is a certain predator nearby, it will take the form of a creature that that predator is afraid of. With your parent or caregiver, you can click the link in today's show notes to watch a video of a mimic octopus changing its form to look like other creatures. To change its color, a mimic octopus can adjust its chromatophores. Remember, chromatophores are those special skin cells that produce or change color. So the mimic octopus uses a similar strategy to change colors as the chameleon does. God created both the chameleon and the mimic octopus to be able to change their appearance. They can blend into their surroundings. But you know what? God made us different. We don't need to blend into our surroundings or look like the world around us. In fact, God says that we shouldn't. Romans 12.2 says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform or change you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Did you hear that? We should not change ourselves like the mimic octopus to copy the behaviors or the ways of the world or the people we see around us. Why? Because God made you who he wants you to be. Listen to Ephesians 2.10. 
for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. You are God's masterpiece, and he has important work for you to do. He has incredible plans for your life. We can carry out those important and exciting plans as we live in our identity in Jesus. What does that mean? Identity is who we are, and we don't find that identity in the world around us or what other people say about us. Instead, our true identity is rooted in who God says we are. And who does God say you are? Let's look at four things God says are true about you. One, you are wonderfully made. Psalm 139 verse 14 says, I praise you, God, because you made me in an amazing and wonderful way. What you have done is wonderful. I know this very well. And when we choose to follow Jesus, these things are also true of us. The second one is that God says you are his child. John 1.12 says, But to all who did accept him, Jesus, and believe in him, he gave the right to become children of God. You are a child of God. Three, you are forgiven. 1 John 1.9 says, but if we confess our sins, he will forgive us because we can trust God to do what is right. He will cleanse us from all the wrongs we have done. And finally, number four, you have a purpose. Remember this verse from earlier, Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Listener, have you ever been tempted to blend into your surroundings and look like the world around you? Maybe we want to wear clothes that other kids wear or talk like the kids we hear at school or at the park or have the things that other kids have. But remember, you are enough. You are wonderful. God says so. So today, say a prayer and ask God to help you grow into who he says you are. Keep getting into his word and exploring his wild and wonderful world. As you do, you will draw nearer to the creator God. You are made in his image. And as you learn more about who he is, you will understand more about who he has made you to be. Do you remember today's trivia question? How long is a chameleon's tongue? A chameleon's tongue is about twice as long as its body. If that was true for me, that would mean that my tongue would be around 10 or 11 feet long. A chameleon's tongue is like a bow and arrow. With a muscle, they can draw it back and gather energy and then shoot their tongue forward at incredible speeds like an arrow to catch their prey. Here's a challenge for this week. Go outside and find as many colors as you can. 
take a notebook or paper and a box of oil pastel crayons or another type of art medium that blends colors well. In your notebook, see if you can blend colors to match what you see in nature. As we've seen today in the chameleon's design, God loves color. Let's go appreciate some of his colors out in nature today. Hey listeners, did you know I have a new book? It's called Rooted in Wonder, Nurturing Your Family's Faith Through God's Creation. I wrote it for your parent or caregiver to inspire and equip them in taking you outside and connecting with God in creation. Rooted in Wonder is full of fun activities you can do as a family to explore God's wild and wonderful world. Pick up a copy on Amazon, my website, erinlinum.com, or wherever you purchase books.